1: Welcome, everyone. I hope that you're having an amazing day. Excited to be connecting in with you on the author's journey where we have an opportunity to connect with, learn from and discover what the journey is really like from those who have successfully brought their books forward and launched them as bestsellers. And I'm very excited to have this conversation with our amazing guest today as she pulls back the curtain and really shares the courage it takes to bring your book forward and some of what she has learned along the way, because it is a courageous act. And she is an expert in courage and leadership which are both key things I think that are needed to bring your book forward. So I'm just thrilled and honored to have her joining us today. And I want you as the listener to be able to get the most out of our time together today. So to do that, I want to invite you to grab a piece of paper and a writing utensil, pen, crayon, marker, (laughs) pencil, (laughs) pen, whatever it may be. I want you to actually write some things down And what's powerful about writing is it's a direct line to your heart. So it helps connect the idea, the information that you're writing and capturing and bringing into reality with your heart, which is really powerful. It brings full alignment in for you. So I'm going to encourage you to take a couple notes as we share with you today, because I want you to be able to take the information that you hear The insight, whether it's coming bubbling up within you when you take some moments to think about these things and you get that insight, you get that idea, let's capture it. Let's bring it forward. Or something we share with you, you're like, oh, that's exactly what I needed today. It helps you capture that so that you can bring it forward. So have that piece of paper ready. And then remember, this time is for you. It's an opportunity for you to be poured into and receive. We are so busy running around, crossing things off the to-do list. We forget to be poured into sometimes. We forget to receive. And we want to support you on your journey to bring your message forward, to bring your book forward, to be able to learn from amazing experts in the industry of what they have learned so you can move forward that much, that for, much further and that much more effectively and faster because of that. But it takes slowing down to receive. So let's take a breath. In through the nose, out through the mouth, great, take another breath and as you're breathing take a moment to feel in and see what is it that you need today. You have this opportunity to learn from a best-selling author what do you need today to support you on your journey and feel in and see. What do you need to encourage and support you on your journey today, real time? Beautiful. Take a breath. Receive that information. Come back into the room fully present and take a moment to write it down. Exactly what was laid on your heart. So you've got it top of mind right here. You can glance at your paper as we go through our time together today. And while while you're capturing that, I'm excited to formally introduce our amazing guest, Amy Riley is a number one international best-selling author, with over two decades of experience in executive coaching executives, developing leaders at all levels of com- of companies. She leads teams. She's a consultant with Fortune 100 companies such as Allstate, Boeing, and Cisco Systems. She has worked with hundreds of leaders and thousands more through leading their groups and teams, creating amazing teams that achieve extraordinary results. She's an international keynote speaker, a top leadership development consultant, and she is passionate about leaders getting extraordinary results and taking the courage to step forward fully in all of their leadership abilities developing their own leadership legacy to bring their brilliance and the team's brilliance forward please lean in and warmly welcome the powerful and courageous amy riley to the show welcome
2: (laughs) thank you so much rebecca what a terrific introduction i'm glad to be here
1: you are so welcome. I'm thrilled that you are here today with us, and we are um, pre-recording the show on a Friday, so we're going to harness some of that Friday energy too, <laughs> which is great. Happy to do that. <laughs> I love it, and we release the show on Monday. So what a what a gift, right? To bring that Friday energy to a Monday. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, I love it. So thank you for leaning in and um, joining in that with us today. And I wanted to start right with why you you work so powerfully with so many leaders and companies and experts, and you decided to create a book and kind of add that to the ways that you're supporting people around the world. And I'd love for you to share why. Why did you decide this is the time to create a book and, and bring that forward? Yeah. uh, Thanks
2: for the question. Um, I was noticing in my work with leaders at all levels, like you said, that every time I was impressed or inspired by what a leader was doing, uh, what I got to witness uh, or support them with, the leader was demonstrating true courage, true personal courage. And I started categorizing that courage in my mind uh, and that eventually became the courage of a leader for pillars. I also wanted to share this idea that there's not some robotic set of behaviors that we need to learn how to execute perfectly in order to be an effective leader. Yet instead, Mm -hmm. it is about having that personal courage to look inside yourself, to do the work, to transform yourself in here in order to transform the world around us. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to share that message and share the great stories and examples that I have of leaders courageously making a difference to their teams, um, to their clients, uh, in the work that they do.
1: I love that and that you were noticing that there were some consistent things <laughs> that that helped but it's not like a checklist and we're robots <laughs> that we need to learn a program. It's it's really um doing that in our work and that's courageous and then bringing it forward and and leading. Um so I love that. Do you mind sharing the the full title of your book um including the the subtitle?
2: I would love to share the full title of the book, (laughs) The Courage of a Leader, How to Inspire, Engage, and Get Extraordinary Results.
1: Mm, beautiful. And this became a number one international best-selling book. I know you had the opportunity to release this book in March, and um, it has been rippling out. So I'm looking forward to continuing our conversation. Um, in just a moment, we are getting ready to go to our first commercial break. And as we do that, I want you to think about what are patterns that you're seeing listeners? What are things that you're noticing out in the world? And As you do your amazing work in the world, that wow, wouldn't it be powerful to capture that, to bring it forward and to find ways to help people know that information, be inspired by it in more and more ways. And that can be great content for a book that you're looking at bringing forward. So I love that um, Amy was observing this and discovering that in her work and thought, wow, I want people to know this. I want them to own this. I want them to be able to bring it forward in their life and be able to go deep into the subject and really make that difference they're called to make as a leader. So I want you to think about those types of things that you are helping people with that wouldn't it be powerful to bring that forward? And it takes courage to do so. We'll continue our conversation in just a moment.
0: Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Explore the poetry of Sam Yao. His book of poems, Soul's Journey, is a number one international bestseller. Sam is a contemporary poet with a unique and highly relatable poetic style to convey the essence of spiritual truths for our time. Readers will find beauty, inspiration, and healing in his words. Get his book, Soul's Journey, today on Amazon.com or visit SamYauPoetry.com. That's sam SamYauPoetry.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that moment of thinking about what is speaking to you, what is being called to come forward. And I love that Amy leaned into that and those observations and things she was discovering and the desire to bring them forward and share some great examples of the success that people have had, too. I think we love to see that and learn from each other. And be able to perhaps see ourselves walking in their shoes, too. So I love that Amy listened to that call and bringing it forward and has brought forward her powerful book, Courage of a Leader. And I wanted to talk about this a little bit more. So you made this decision as you were noticing this, some patterns that you were seeing that that break into the four pillars. And do you mind sharing what the four pillars are, just so we have some context there that you um, share about in the book? What are those? And what helped you? Well, let's start with that question before I dive into part two. So, okay. tell us what the four pillars are uh, that you observed and um, some of what people discover and learn about them in your book, because your book's experiential too. It's not just information. There's There's a lot of helping us know what to do with that information and work that we get to explore and do.
2: Exactly. Uh, I love that you invited us all on this call to write down intentions and ideas. Uh, Cause I do think like you said, that has you connect to the information in a different way. And I wanted the book to be really practical tangible, accessible, Uh, and so there's exercises, and there's charts, and there's places to write, Uh, so that's exactly right. The four pillars Mm -hmm. are, number one, the courage to be authentically you. Pillar two, the courage to say what needs to be said. Pillar three, the courage to trust the legacy. A little explanation there. The legacy is your leadership legacy. I believe that we all have a purpose, a value to our legacy. And when we declare that for ourselves and for the people around us, then it calls us to act at another level, right? What does the legacy want me to do in this situation? What would the legacy want me to do next. And that can help us get beyond our own egos or normal and natural human considerations that come up and really step into that bigger picture purpose. Mm-hmm. So that we bring our legacy to every interaction, right, and every initiative we're a part of.
1: Pillar four that. is the courage. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, it, 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 I was taking a moment because that's just so powerful what you shared about our legacy. And it really feels like it's this guide. It guides us and everything that we do by centering and focusing in on that and being really clear on what our legacy is, our purpose is, what it is that we're called to bring forward, and always keeping that at the core and center of what we do. So I just um, wanted to take a moment and and appreciate that. and. Um, share that with our listeners again, just so we're really taking in the power and the impact of that um, being something that guides and leads us. And then pillar four.
2: (laughs) Pillar four, the courage to be bold and create the extraordinary, Mm. to get out of the cynicism and the busyness and the reactionary tasks that we get into in our days. And instead, Be focused on the result that we really want to achieve and take those bold actions that are going to get there. Get us there. Like really go for it. That's
1: pillar four. Love it. So powerful. Thank you for sharing. And I think these are things that we can apply. In all of our lives, because we are all leaders, whether we remember, (laughs) call ourselves that or not. (laughs) We are. We are leading our life. We are getting to make the choices of where we're spending our time and our energy and our resources and what we're choosing to bring forward, where we're choosing to stretch, where we're choosing to go for it, or where we might be shrinking back. I mean, we have choices Mm -hmm. in this. So, I love your... um, courage and your enthusiasm and passion and that support kind of cheering us on to really go for great, go for extraordinary go for all that we are called to bring forward and stretch towards it that it's it's willing uh, it's worth it and we need to be willing to step forward in those ways so I'm always inspired when you share the four pillars by that again Uh and again so I listeners I hope you feel that too as as she's sharing and kind of breaking down the pieces a little bit that go into um, being a courageous leader and and leading forward and I just want you to remember you're a leader too even when sometimes we may not have that in our title we are still leading and these Uh things apply to us as well so speaking of leading, mm-hmm. you had this idea of these observations and you thought, you know what, I want to bring this forward in a book. How did you go from this idea and concept and wouldn't that be brilliant to someday do that to actually doing it and bringing it forward and leading it forward?
2: Yes. Uh changing my language. Mm-hmm. Right? To not I'm going to write a book to I am Nice. And then mm-hmm. I got a team. Mm-hmm. I got people that would help me and hold me accountable.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I was in a fortunate position where I could hire a publisher, RH, RHG mm-hmm. Publishing. Mm-hmm. So that's Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, have a virtual assistant and have other members of the team Uh, If you're not able to hire folks like that, get accountability partners, Mm -hmm. right? I have um, a colleague and a friend who has a um, content creation business. She works with entrepreneurs to help them create their regular uh, content that goes out on social media and in other ways, and she has a group called On Fridays We Write, so mm-hmm. I got together with those other writers many Fridays, and we would say what we were working on, uh, and then we got to the business of doing what we said we were going to do. I would create other one-on-one writing accountability dates. Uh, this A lot of this took place in 2020, so it was virtual, mm-hmm. uh, but we got together on the phone and said at the beginning of the time, what are we going to write? What are we doing today? And then get back on the the phone uh, or the Zoom call at the end of it and talk about, okay, what happened? Did I get it done? What got in my way? What did I let distract me? So I got support, right? And you were reading chapters as my publisher, I had other people that were reading chapters and giving their input. I think it's great to not go off and be on an island by yourself. Mm -hmm. We can get very in our heads as we're writing. Is this message going to resonate? Is this a good example? Uh, Is this exercise going to work for folks? Well, get out with the folks and ask Mm -hmm. them and find out and have them do the exercises and see what the outcome is. Um, I'm lucky to have a lot of feedback from the leadership development programs that I lead and the coaching that I do, so I had the opportunity to see how the the messages resonate and the exercises work for folks, uh, but in any case, then get out there and uh, check out your messages with others uh, so that you're in it together and not on that island by yourself.
1: Thank you for sharing. I, I think this is really, really good information. And I, I love that you got the team, built the support, that you worked in um, feedback, accountability, those things that hold you. And, and when I heard you hold you, it didn't just feel like someone was, why haven't you done this and, and like pushing you, <laughs> but but holding you, like really holding you, yeah. your vision and supporting you. And lifting you up, that's that's kind of what I was hearing and feeling on the journey that you brought in people to um, give feedback and give direction to kind of help you bring it forward um we're honored to to be part of that on on the publishing side and i appreciated what rhg uh, media productions and rhg publishing has taken on a life of its own they don't always know that that's our team (laughs) so i appreciate you sharing that so uh, yeah we were very honored To, to be part of that and um, to really get to walk beside you in bringing such a, a powerful book forward. And I think especially with a book like yours that has these activities or processes or things that we can dig into, it's so important that you had people do them and you had feedback on, on how it worked, how it made yeah. sense. Um, Because you're right, we can get into an island or we think it makes perfect sense to ourselves, but someone from the outside, there might be a jump that they weren't able to make because they aren't in this work all the time. So I think those are all brilliant things that that you did and that you um, brought into the mix and bringing that support in. I think sometimes we try to do stuff on our own and pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, but it's so something like bringing a book forward, such an undertaking, we really do need support to do it. Any other Mm -hmm. um, things as you're kind of reflecting back that helped you bring it forward? I was also reflecting on the process of
2: while I was writing the book, mm-hmm. we, because I had a team, we were marketing the book. Mm-hmm. And I know that might sound like oh, just more to do. <laughs> but writing the book is a big undertaking of its own. Yet all along the way, you're creating content.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? You can take a snippet from a chapter and have it be a blog on your website. You can reach out to business partners or any entities for whom you believe their community would get value from your messaging. Can you be on their podcast? Can you provide value through their blog? Uh, Can you write an article for them to send out? You're already writing stuff. Mm-hmm. How can you grab snippets of that and repurpose them along the way? Because then you get buzzed about yes. the book
1: yes.
2: and that the, the book is coming out that, again, you're not working in this island by yourself and no one knows what you're doing. And then all of a sudden, it's, hey, I've got a book. When you're marketing it along the way, then people get ready for it.
1: Beautiful, and it becomes an event they've been looking forward to yeah. and anticipating. And and I'm curious as you were doing some of that reach out, so you're you're writing, you're creating, you're sharing. Um, you're able to open up different connections. Was there a connection along the way that kind of stands out that was created by doing that combination? Yes.
2: One of the ways that I reached out while writing the book, I interviewed successful executives for the book. Mm-hmm. So if this kind of format can work for those of you out there listening, you know, if there are experts in the field or um, people who have stories to share about your writing topic, if you involve them... Right. they get invested in the book and in sharing it out and uh i got a lot of great quotes and stories that could complement uh what i already had from my two plus decades of working with leaders i cold reached out <laughs> to a different association president. And one of them was the CEO and president of SHRM, Society Mm -hmm. Human Resource Management,
1: Johnny C. Taylor. Johnny C. Taylor Jr. And and I want to emphasize, this was a cold reach out, right? But because you had this going, you were able to reach out, right? You had the book and the subject matter. I just want to emphasize that. Mm
2: -hmm. Yes. And believe me, in my regular business development efforts, I'm not a cold reach out kind of a, kind of a gal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I business comes my way mostly through word of mouth and referral. I am not doing any cold reach outs, um, but there were some leaders that I wanted to interview for this book, so I went for it, mm-hmm. and it was it was. He did not get a template email. He got a very customized email about why I wanted him to be involved in this project, and he responded. Mm -hmm. And he became an advocate for The Courage of a Leader book, and ultimately, he said yes when I invited him to write the foreword for the book. So Mm -hmm. super proud and honored to have The foreword for the Courage of a Leader written by the current president of Sharm
1: ah oh, so huge and and what he says in the forward is is so powerful too and i love that all of that started because you're you're like embodying your message the steps <laughs> that you yeah. looked you um leveraged you know this is coming and sharing and building that and you saw um who you wanted to connect with and you went for it like you stretched beyond yeah. um the normal way that you were receiving connections and introductions and you reached out and introduced and it just led to a beautiful, powerful relationship and not just a, a review, but writing the forward of your book and holding it in that place. So just uh, congratulations again. So powerful. Thank I'm you. so glad you went yeah. for it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and of course and that that wouldn't happen if Johnny wasn't the kind of person that he is. Yes. And Uh, Yeah, I'm so delighted I took that initial step and now we have that relationship.
1: So beautiful. I, I love it. And I know we've been talking a lot about your book and, and about courage and that you've prepared a reading for today. And so I wanted to um, switch gears and have you um, share the reading with us because I believe many of our listeners are like, well, I want to know a little bit more give me a feel. <laughs> so would you uh, be willing to share your reading and why you selected this this segment to read?
2: Yes, so I'm going to read the start of Chapter 5, The Insider's Secret to Helping Others Excel, and why did I select this segment to read? This is a great example, maybe the best example in the book, of how it is not about mechanically getting the behaviors right, that it has a lot more to do with our intentions our perspectives, our beliefs. So I'll start reading. The insider secret to helping others excel is not about the effective use of a technique or smooth implementation of a set of behaviors. Instead, the secret is in your outlook, thoughts, and beliefs about the individuals you wish to improve. People can tell when they are being fed a line. We know when the person across from us is doing all of the right things, yet doesn't believe in what she's doing. When actions are not sincere, we can feel it. I worked with a production supervisor several years ago who was extremely frustrated with one operator in his group. He told me about how he had tried everything to get this guy to change. He told him the new expectations, asked him what he wanted, put him in charge of his area, and so on. He kept going round and round and trying new things, and yet the operator continually reverted to his typical, typical ways. The production supervisor felt that he had exhausted all possible options. I asked him, what do you think about this operator, honestly? The response was immediate. He's old, stuck in his ways, resentful that I'm younger than him, and he's playing me. I nodded. I got it. I understood why he thought that. I looked him in the eye and said, here's the thing. You've tried everything, everything, except changing your outlook. There was silence for a bit. He knew what I meant. I saw him taking it in. He was going to have to do the more work. There's a well-known quote from Peter Drucker, Culture eats the strategy for breakfast. You know this one? I don't think it could be more true, and there's more about why in Chapter 9, Build the Ultimate Corporate Culture. I believe similarly that belief eats behavior for breakfast. Having the appropriate belief or outlook is way more important than perfectively executing the seemingly appropriate behaviors. I could stop there or I could skip to the end of the production supervisor story.
1: I know. I was like, oh, do we want a cliffhanger or do we? <laughs> Why don't you skip to the skip to the end? Because this is so powerful what happened. I'd love for you to skip to the end and share. Okay, great.
2: Um, <laughs> please know, everyone, that there are some charts and exercises in between, right? So some an exercise on how do we actually do that? How do we shift our perspective? Now, I'll skip to the end of the story. The production supervisor, who believed he had tried everything, went back and did some more work. He looked for new evidence, realizations, and thoughts that could shift his outlook. We had a coaching call. He said he was ready, and he was feeling a little bit differently about the operator. I told him to do some more searching. I didn't feel he'd made a genuine shift. He reflected more, and later he told me that he apologized to the operator for not acknowledging the full value of his experience. The supervisor had plans to back up, redesign the changes with the operator's input, and have the operator decide the implementation steps and pace. The operator stopped him as he was sharing these plans and said, while he appreciated all that, all that he really wanted was the acknowledgement." and to tweak one piece of what had previously been introduced. Mm. This tweak would make all the difference in his mind. And it did. The process change was implemented in half of the planned execution time, which the production supervisor said was an aggressive timeline to begin with.
0: Mm.
1: So powerful. Thank you for sharing. Yeah,
2: that shift uh, in
1: belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's inside us, not outside. It's not all the others. Um, and what a shift and impact that can make. Thank you for sharing and not leaving us hanging. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I want to uh, circle back because I know our time time goes so quickly, and I've really been appreciating our conversation today and all that you're sharing about bringing the book forward, bringing your book forward, and about leadership and courage. I wanted to just reflect back on, on two things. One, as you look back, was there something that surprised you that you – kind of wish you would have known going in and would like to share Mm. that with um, listeners that are listening today. So something maybe that surprised you along the way that you want to give the inside tip on for uh, future authors.
2: Hmm. Yes. I am not a writer by craft. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I didn't grow up thinking that I was going to write a book. Um. Yeah, so I had not had a ton of experience. I mean, I write every day in my work. I hadn't had the experience of writing um, a piece uh, of this size until recently. Mm -hmm. Um, I wrote another book about five, six years ago. Um, I was surprised that there are parts of the process I absolutely love, and there are parts of the process, by contrast, that I did not love so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, perhaps the tip in that is prepare yourself for that. Know that. And to bring this to life a little bit more, I loved the middle part of writing a chapter.
1: Mm-hmm. The
2: slower part at the beginning where I had some ideas And maybe even some stories and a a few concepts. Oh, I know there's an exercise I've done that I'd like to put in there. Just kind of this mattering of ideas for a chapter and to start to put that into the flow that makes sense was a slower part of the process for me that I did not enjoy as much.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Once that outline was in place, I was surprised by how quickly it could go. Mm-hmm. I would start to flesh out this part and this part and, oh, this is where this exercise goes and, oh, there's this story. And then there'd be another slow down part at the end of the chapter where it's like, oh, how do I transition well from here to here? Mm-hmm. That's not quite coming across the way that I want it to. Right? When you're doing your due diligence in uh, wrapping up uh, the, look, the look and feel of the chapter, I was surprised by how quickly it could go, um, how I wouldn't enjoy other pieces, and uh, just, yeah, eventually fell into the rhythm of, okay, this is how this goes. I got this. Be ready. This part's going to go a little slower, and uh, fell into the rhythms, if you will.
1: That's a beautiful. I think that's so important for us to to think about too, because there are parts that are more fun or feel more in a flow versus others, but all of it is needed, and all of it's important. And yeah. we don't just get to do the fun flowing part; you have to do all of it. Is important. Um, in, in Lean on your team forth. as much as possible
2: for the unfun
1: part. <laughs> beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. No, I think that's that's great. Um, we're going to transition to our next commercial break, and then I'll ask that other question when we come back. Um, but listeners, I want you to think about all that Amy has shared and um, what that means to you, both as a leader and stepping forward, and perhaps your belief about things, how you're approaching bringing your book forward, um, remembering that marketing piece. You know, thinking about all those things, bringing that support in, and we'll. we'll. We'll look at continuing our conversation in just a moment.
0: Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Explore the poetry of Sam Yao. His book of poems, Soul's Journey, is a number one international bestseller. Sam is a contemporary poet with a unique and highly relatable poetic style to convey the essence of spiritual truths for our time. Readers will find beauty, inspiration, and healing in his words. Get his book *Soul's Journey* today on Amazon.com or visit samyaupoetry.com. That's sam y a u poetry.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you had some time to really think about all that Amy shared and see what that means to you and and how you can um, lean in and and bring some of that powerful insight information forward to support you. And we have been talking a lot about her book, and she shared a powerful segment from it. And I want to make sure you know where to find her book. So, Amy, would you mind sharing the full title of your book? again and where people can get a copy of your amazing book.
2: Yes. The title is The Courage of a Leader, How to Inspire, Engage, and Get Extraordinary Results. You can find the Kindle soft print, soft copy and hard copy on Amazon, and you can always go to courageofaleader.com Um, the courage of a leader website uh, to see that book and uh, other eBooks and products that I have.
1: Perfect. And is that the best way for them to connect with you as well?
2: Yes. You can connect with me through the website, courageofaleader.com.
1: Okay, perfect. I want to make sure people know where to go to get more of Amy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's great. Mm -hmm. Great. And, As we look back on your journey and bringing the book forward, and I loved how you shared how you were creating and marketing kind of at the same time and some of how you leveraged that, but then the day of the launch came and it was announced and it was released and there was all this buzz that was created and you went in a a very short amount of time from a new book being released to becoming a number one international bestseller. In fifty-seven categories, huge, huge number—fifty-seven categories, eight countries—and hitting nine number ones, powerful, powerful Mm -hmm. success. And I'm so curious, from your perspective, what's what are some things that stand out about that um, experience, and some what was that like to be, you know, one day uh, a author. You know, bringing a book forward and suddenly a number one international best-selling author um, hitting so many different places and rankings and um, radars that you hit in countries. You know, what was that like and what are some things that stood out for you? Yeah, it was so exciting
2: and humbling. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you do this marketing work, and you're trying to create a buzz, and you're hoping it's sufficient. But it all comes down to that initial day or two. You you do this launch, and that's your best opportunity uh, to get best selling status. And I really wanted to get number one international best selling status for the book. Uh, so you share it out there, and you're like, I I hope I hope it happens. I hope it happens. I hope that, um, folks see the post, see the emails, uh, grab it and share it out. And it was so exciting, so rewarding, so humbling to see my international network come through for me. I have business partners in different areas of the world and for them to be sharing it out and, um, to, start to hear the numbers come in from different countries. It was so humbling. Mm -hmm. And a favorite moment, and I didn't even know that we were hitting best-selling status internationally yet. Those numbers didn't come through until the next morning. Mm -hmm. But the evening of the launch, I was actually uh, in a condo in Hilton Head, South Carolina by myself. I'd gone off to a family member's condo and just took some time for myself. And I was sitting at an outdoor restaurant, looking out over the water, having a nice glass of wine and uh, an amazing salmon dish (laughs) and just felt gratitude for Mm. all the leaders that I had worked with that had inspired me. Um, my my network, all the people that I knew that supported me and the courage of a leader. Book that day, I was pleasantly tired <laughs> from liking posts and and uh, commenting on people's shares online and re- replying to texts and uh, just all the interaction that had happened. And uh, sat back, so fulfilled. That mm-hmm. evening, mm-hmm. and then it was the next morning that you called me <laughs> and told me uh, that the numbers had come through internationally, and we we had hit uh, number one international bestseller, mm-hmm. which was a big moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I, I felt like I was sitting there with you, enjoying the view <laughs> <laughs> and the moment, and the salmon dish. And, uh, but, you but can find what, the
2: picture on my Facebook and Instagram site. Yeah, <laughs> of
1: that dinner <laughs> and visualize perfectly. Um, but I appreciate that because that's such a special moment, and that's not something we always get to experience. So I appreciate you sharing that with us and giving us a taste of of that moment and the richness of it. Um, So thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. Um, As you reflect back on our time together today, are there any final thoughts or tips that you have for any writers out there that are working on their book or looking to bring it forward? Any final tip or thought you'd like to share with them?
2: I can come back to the concept of a leadership legacy. I know that sounds more leadership focused perhaps than author-focused, uh, yet I think they're intertwined when we've mm-hmm. got an important message to bring forward. So declare your leadership legacy, which is the purpose for your leadership, right? What are your unique talents, gifts, your strengths, and what are the activities, the endeavors that you're passionate about that energize you? Where we provide value and where we're energized, uh, where those um, two sets of activities intersect, that's where our leadership legacy lies. And it could be anything: bringing compassion to every interaction, um, creating innovative cultures, um, being a coach and empowering those around you. Um, educate, being an educator right, about your topic of, of expertise, I think when we declare that bigger picture purpose, right, then we'll be called forth. If we've already decided we're authors, then we'll be called forth to share the messaging that's most, import, most important, most impactful inside of that leadership legacy.
1: Perfect. Thank you for sharing, Amy. I appreciate it. Thank you for that that final tip and advice and that reminder to really feel in, really bring that leadership legacy forward, bring what we are called our brilliance, our gifting, our genius, and that which excites us, that that's what we're spending our energy on. That's what we're bringing forward. And that's where we can be most impactful. So really, really powerful. Thank you again for joining us today. And listeners, thank you for joining us today. I hope that you took some great notes. I want to encourage you to take a couple moments, two to five minutes after I'll call today and write, (laughs) see what additional thoughts, Mm -hmm. insights are are coming to you to help bring your message forward. And one of the questions I would like you to ask and in, in writing, ask of yourself, how can I bring in support? What do I need? And what is my next step? And just see... What the answers are maybe it's bringing in some support team like amy did maybe it is um finding out some additional information uh, but really look at what that is so that you can um, not be on an island by yourself but really bring your brilliance bring your book bring your message forward because if it's on your heart it's been given to you to bring forward it is needed in the world And one of the things I've quoted on our our show before by Kathy Davis, she says, wisdom learned and never shared is lost forever. So I want you to bring your wisdom, your insight, your perspective forward. It's needed. And you've got that calling on your heart. I know that's why you're listening today. So take those steps, whether it's in writing, it's in the work that you're doing, it's in speaking to bring it forward because the world needs you be willing to share the amazing gift of who you are. We'll look forward to talking to you next time. Thank
0: you for tuning in to The Author's Journey. Please join Rebecca Hall Greider for another edition of The Author's Journey podcast every Monday on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until we talk again, use some of the tips and inspiration from today's show to guide you as you lean in to bringing your message forward.